great week good for Howie. Man. Not not so good for uh, Richard Hart and Hex. Dickie Hart is on the run. So I talked to, I got a chance to talk to a, a few Hexicans. They're like, Howie, man, it's real. The SEC is sending out subpoenas, and they're talking to not just Dickie. Dickie's got a lot of his his henchmen. You know, the problem now is one of these Hexicans told me, he said, yeah, he said, basically, Dickie's telling this guys, look, we need to try to burn our trails, try to, you know, get rid of old tweets. Allegedly. What? Really? Allegedly. This is crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. Really? You know, and, and nobody's a fan of the SEC. No. I certainly am not. I mean, I no hate the football league. Yeah, yeah the number yeah, one, fuck Alabama. one in the country right now. One in three. But the bottom line, man, we all know this. And I mean, the Hexicans don't because, you know, you don't you don't get that news in Florida trailer parks. And what I'm finding <laughs> out is a lot of these guys are actually they're overseas. They're European. They're English. That just goes to show you these Europeans. They're not the smartest fucking people in the world either. <laughs> purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. And welcome to Cash Daddies. We're banking fatties. We're in it to win it. Uh, Join me as always from space, Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you, Johnny? Good, man. Good. It's been a busy week. Uh, a lot of exciting news. We got some crazy stuff going on over at Twitter and Meta. A lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. Crypto's in the shitter. There's hey, a dude, lot the going language. on. The language. And joining us with a nice glamour shots hue to his screen, my good friend, Howie Dewey. How are you, Howie? Good, brother. Good. Good. You, you have to be in a good mood. Your Jets beat the Bills. Dude, the Jet that, I mean, I don't want to say we're, we're going to the playoffs, and that's this is the best Jets team we've had in thirty years. I'm I'm crazy. I'm you're talking crazy out your butt. No, I'm just oh, saying man. it's crazy that the Jets are good. Yeah, you it think is. The Jets are going to make it with the Bills and the Dolphins in they your got, league. Yeah, they. Well, I mean, they got the you wild. Just card. beat the Bills. Yeah, I do I think. I, I think we can get a wild card. No doubt about it. All right, I respect you, dude. I do it's your too. Optimism. Um, they got Tell six wins, right? Think. Six wins, Howie. Six and two. Yeah, come on, man. That's I mean they're on oh, their way. I respect you, bro. I respect you. He's just he, Sam's unplugged from football because his Raiders are one of the worst teams, if not the worst. By the way, I'm already NFL. unplugged for next season too because I know we're gonna suck then too. So why? No, they're talking about moving car now in the off season. Really giving up on the guy, huh? Nine years, bro. Has it been that long, really? Wow. Yeah. No kidding. Damn, Nine man. years, dude. After I bet. That you, long, do you think he could be like a Stafford type who gets traded to like a perfect situation and has some success? I think, you know, if he went to somewhere like uh, that had a good, a decent line, I think he could do some damage. I don't think Carr's the problem. I also don't think he's the solution. You guys That's need a it. rebuild. Is that what you're thinking? I mean, we're always rebuilding. I mean, we're constantly rebuilding. Um. We're like Tornado Lane in like Oklahoma, where it's like we build some new trailers, bam, all of a sudden it gets knocked down again. Guess what we do? Build more trailers. So that's that's it. But uh, yeah, man, how was your guys' week? What's going on? What's going on? Good week today, man. Sold uh, 
sold a little Morgan Stanley today for a nice 30, 33% banger. Um, yeah, we're back to banking. We're back to banking. October was great. November's been good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, we got stuff hitting yearly highs today. It's uh, it's been a good run. It's an interesting time because all they want to do is talk about doom and gloom, but it seems to be some good stuff going yeah, on out there as well. You know, listen, the people that talk about doom and gloom, those are the people that just don't wake up and just simple educate yourself. Just listen to the markets for 30 minutes, 15, 30 minutes. Find out what the fuck's going on in the world. You know, just so you know, hey, look, this is wild. Oil and energy keeps going up. Jeez, maybe I should put my IRA into this like we've been saying for two years. I mean, honestly, I've gotten more feedback this week from people that have just compared their investments with like friends and other people. You know, for everybody who's invested in Tesla, you know, Google, uh, you know, Apple. And these guys are down 30, 40, 50 percent for the year. Versus, you know, stuff that we're in like OIH, XLE hitting all-time highs today. Dude, the difference in being down 30% and up 5 or 10 or 15%, that's a 40% difference. Over the course of 20 years, baby, that's that's half a million. That's half a million. Can't, I mean, that's not, there's no fuzzy math in that. No, man. It's, it's, there's no it's, fuzzy it's, math. Being up 30%, yeah. down 10%, that is 40%. It is. Sure. It is. And I've gotten feedback. You know, I've gone over people and they're like, this is what you you said that you were putting uh, your stuff into six months ago. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, holy shit, man. Caterpillar, John Deere. These things are all time highs right now. XLE, OIH, oil and energy is just through the roof. And my biggest question is people are like, should we sell it? Should we take profits? I'm like, actually, not yet. No. I mean, my guy's are, are telling me it's breaking out. It's going to keep going. So, you know, uh, when, when they say to sell, we will certainly sell and get into a different sector, but listen, there's a lot of good things happen. If you just, if you surround yourself and you listen to elections, politics, war, first of all, how does that affect you and I? It doesn't, it doesn't affect you if you don't listen to it, but I, you know, it does affect us is watching your investments go up because that allows you in five, seven years, you know what? I couldn't afford that half million dollar house five years ago. Now I can. Now I can use this as a down payment. I can use this equity I built up. You know, we just got to stop focusing on stupid shit. Focus on stuff that, that makes a difference. And I agree, it's, bro. It's been a great week. I've heard from more readers this week just going back and forth looking over portfolio it's been a busy week but it's been a good week it's been a good howie and great week for man. howie not not so good for uh richard hart and hex so uh howie uh bad news for those fellas dicky hart is on the run so i talked to i got a chance to talk to a, a few a few hexagons two of them are now ex-hexagons and they're like howie man it's real the sec is sending out subpoenas and they're talking to not just dickie but a lot of dickie dickie's got like a few henchmen like that that what that little short uh lesbian looking dude with the long hair down in florida that was always spewing 
Like, you don't have the money. Buy more Hex. Oh, right. And yeah. I think he's got a lot of his, his henchmen uh, getting getting subpoenaed. So, you know, the problem now is one of these hexagons told me, he said, yeah, he said, basically, Dickie's telling this guys, look, you need to burn all, we need to try to burn our trails, try to, you know, get rid of old tweets, get rid of allegedly, anything. Allegedly. What? Really? Allegedly. This is crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. Really? He's telling them to burn documents? Oh, my God. No, no, supposedly, now it's out there. So what's crazy is this subpoena by the S, you know, and, and nobody's a fan of the SEC. No. I certainly am not. I mean, I no hate the is. football league too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the number yeah, one fuck Alabama. One in the country right now. One in three. <laughs> but fucking so supposedly by November twelfth, I think this Friday, these half these subpoenas have to be back in. But the bottom line, man, we all know this. And I mean the Hexicans don't, because you know that you don't you don't get that news in Florida trailer parks. And what I'm finding <laughs> out is a lot of these a lot of these guys are actually they're overseas, they're European, they're English. So, you know, that just goes to show you these Europeans, they're not the smartest fucking people in the world either. I mean, to well, fall for this. And here's the thing. Now you got Richard Hart. He just tweeted 53 minutes ago. It's the Richard Hart was right jar, and it's just filled with money. It's like he's talking about and he's he's uh he tweeted out yesterday talking about how he, he's trying to compare hex with bitcoin and and ethereum he's like you know yeah. all the bitcoins are down you know hex is what's what, what what's hex uh trade that right now hex how is, is down something hex is down something like 20 percent more than anyone is else. it hex three is cents hex is, is it three, three pennies cents. is it three, three whole pennies, pennies? three that's pennies. what it's worth and, and, and bitcoin and, is down but it's down to eighteen thousand. and i and i read something today where so one of funny. the guys and this just kills one of the guys said well look i'm not worried because I'm staked out until 2027. And so I'm talking to what he's asking. This guy, he said, dude, he goes, I got a better chance. And this was this was yesterday. He goes, I got a better chance of hitting that billion dollar lottery tomorrow than that dude has of regaining a penny. Oh, I mean, dude, that money's gone, dude. Easy, bro. That money's gone. That is crazy. It's going to be interesting to read the news over the next week and see what the sec does because they are coming down harder on all these entities right now because of, you know, all the past scams. And I mean, if there's a dude with a bigger SCAM on his forehead, it's Dickie Hart. Dickie's got it written right here. Like the world can see. And, uh, and the other thing too is, my buddy said, yeah, his, his social media is not the same. <laughs> he's like, you can't respond. No one really knows where he is now. Dude, he's he's packing his shit up and looking for an island right now. Interesting. It just sucks. Interesting. You mentioned the lottery, by the way. We do have a winner in California. $2 billion. $2.04 billion. The IRS is going to take $239 million off the top of that, of course. But you're still walking away with. No, he can get a one billion right out the gate. Well, that's the yeah, that's the lump sum. But if if well, yeah, if he was in Vermont, if that's, but Cal- that's if that's if he chooses the cash option, though, Sam. It's nine in California. It's nine nine seven. Walk, if he, sorry, he'll be walking away with what, like three thousand yeah, dollars. I mean, it's it's a, that's another at least ten percent, I think. Uh, 
Yeah, so he if they do the lump sum, which I'm sure they would, which is still almost a billion dollars, nine hundred and ninety-seven yeah. million. They they're taking two hundred and thirty-nine million dollars off of that, which is yeah, still I mean it's stupid money. You can buy an arena football team every time. Who wins absolutely? Yeah, every they, the, the real winners of every lottery. You're right. Every time. It's freaking ridiculous. But what would you guys do with uh one billion dollars first thing I'd i would take care of everybody never talk to you guys ever again that'd yeah. be that'd be the first yeah. thing i would do i would change my number i would just hang out with hot black chicks well Houston. first the first thing you don't tell anybody right yeah you do well, it that chinese show up guy in did. a bird suit i would like show up in like yeah. like a fucking some yeah the chinese dude show up in a mascot outfit talking yeah. of one of my amazing language uh dialects and accents yeah give it give us give us that how would you show up and oh, accept the money go Sam? the french guy hi, hi the mr guy. Uh, hi sir uh we got this uh novelty check here for you the actual money will be deposited in your account there you go congratulations on winning powerball bloody fucking hey i'm hanging out with my billion dollars and my lucky charms what what are, what are you what are you what, are you, what, what are you, the what's the first thing you plan to do sir with the with the money go to go and bang bloody hot black chicks from houston Okay, we got a cut from that. Okay, sorry. Uh, sorry there, folks. You just chicks. He just Gotta did make some Blake Griffins. <laughs> he just did India, Alabama, and like fucking northern Vermont all in one. One accent. of those wasn't even an accent. It was like a mental condition. One of them was was like a disability. <laughs> That's so funny. That FTX is in the shitter. We got to talk what? about FTX. Like you yeah, were saying, yeah, we got to talk about that. That because. The reason, tell them, John. I mean, the reason crypto's just taking a beat down because uh, FTX was done. They were done. They were they were history. They were headed to zero, and Binance came out and bought all their what non-U.S. assets. That's right. Yeah, or said they would. Or that that's the plan anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we're looking at. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, they saw $6 billion in withdrawals in 72 hours. That's a story from three hours ago. FTX did $6 billion in withdrawals. So now they've got this liquidity crisis. Hey, I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. We should at least thank them for letting people withdraw. If this was any other place, they would have shut that shit down at 2 million people, $2 million. They would have shut it down, not letting anybody. So my respect goes out to them for letting people pull their money out. Did then, everybody get to pull their money out, uh, Johnny? Well, I haven't seen that they've frozen withdrawals yet. I, I haven't seen anything about that. So I, I, I that could happen. That seems imminent. I mean, it has to happen, at, surely, at some point. Uh, the FTX token is down 80%, and that's as six hours ago. I'm sure it's down a little bit more now. Uh, 22 to 5. Uh, that's, I mean, that's just oh, yeah, disaster for the people who had their money there. Um. And you're seeing, yeah, just as, as of an hour ago, Binance is going to buy uh, FTX and a, a mega deal of crypto exchanges. That's from the New York Times there. So, uh, yeah, real crisis. It's, and, and it's all just because Bitcoin just dropped to a new low for the year. I mean, that's really what it's about. It's about crypto in a tailspin. I mean, it's crazy because this morning Bitcoin was at 20500 Now it's at eighteen three, which... I don't. I mean, that's that's not that huge of a drop. No, it seems it's, to kind of bounce around there, right? If it goes lower than seventeen, like seventeen, it gets in. A, then I'm then I okay. It could yeah, really like drop. Bitcoin. To put it in perspective, Bitcoin's down ten percent 
for the week. 10% for the week. You know, you got Hex. Hex is down 30% for the week. <laughs> so, you know. And I love the way this dumbass always puts out there. He's like, you know, Bitcoin, look where it is. It keeps dropping. And, you know, we're hanging <laughs> so up. Stupid. It's like, dude, you're down 20% more. Why are you even putting yourself in the same category? Your, your shit is, your fake little coin is trading at three cents. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. It just keeps, keep, I mean, like, dude, this is, shut up. Just shut up. Dude. Get quiet. Well, you know it's an issue because he hasn't put out, you know, you know, you know, he hasn't put out any of those like fucking fruity pictures of him with like a uh, Gucci suit on with like a you know a fake dildo in his ass. You haven't <laughs> seen any of those lately, you know. I just got a manicure and you know jacked off by a couple midgets. Uh, but check out this new handbag I'm wearing. You have not yeah. seen any of that shit. I mean, he's in trouble, dude. He's in trouble. He's feeling the heat. And when the SEC, the less the last thing you want, because they don't dick around. And when they pull subpoenas, then they start sending. You don't have them that day. They and what are they getting him for? Well, I don't know. No one really knows. They're asking basically all the people that advertise. So I think they're going to look into, uh, okay, you advertise, you said this. Uh, the first thing they subpoena is they want to know where the money is. You know, where are the bank accounts? Where's the cash? We want to see it. That's what they're going to And it might be something they find from this that they don't even know about yet. But you're it's like that Kardashian thing. They're going to a lot of influencers, too, and seeing if they properly disclosed yeah. the you know their association with Hex when they were promoting it. Uh, that's going to be a big part of it. Do we have any guarantees? 38%. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's really is a, and that's I mean that's what's fueled this hex. You know, it's all of its growth that it's you know it's backtracked on now. But it was by this social media movement of people, you know, wanting to secure wealth, generational wealth for their families. That's what they told them they were going to have. Uh, and 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 you know, we're finding that a lot of the people that started a lot of those threads were uh, paid to do so. So that's interesting. Yeah. So that's what they're, you know, it's going to be real interesting to see this news in a week. I mean, yeah, um, there's a couple guys that know way more about this than I do that have basically come out and said he's done. Um, really? It's, just, it's a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple guys on here. I mean, and I talked to two to the uh, ex-hexers. And they said they're talking with the community and mo and tons of people in the community are like, a lot of people are getting their money out. A lot of them are trying to, you know, but they're like, I'm staked till 2027. You kiss that shit goodbye. Unbelievable, dude. We've also got uh, Twitter, uh, massive layoffs at Twitter when Elon Musk uh, took over. And, you know, props to Jack Dorsey. Uh, if you don't know, Twitter's co-founder and former CEO. He admitted that it was his fault that all these layoffs took place because they grew Twitter too fast, which is something I know how he was always talking about how, how uh, Twitter was just bloated and, and too big for what do you mean it grew it too fast? They hired too many people that they couldn't afford to pay. Yeah, they had too many employees. Twitter imploded because it was astroturfing what it was what was going on. 
They allowed a billion bots to go on. And it, Twitter got huge and was big for a while. And then they started doing – and it, listen, I, as a conspiracy theorist, I'll say – I don't know what you do when the FBI comes to your office and tells you what to start censoring. I Like, what are you going to do? What do you do at that point? Well, if you're Mark Zuckerberg, you do exactly what they tell you to. Well, that's what yeah. Twitter did as well. Yeah. Twitter did it as well. Twitter was meeting with the FBI, and they started censoring, and that's when everything started going to shit on Twitter because they started to tip the scales of uh, news. And that's why they're in shit. Like, dude, if Twitter would have gone... With the with what it was originally that made it so great and maybe gotten rid of the hardcore porn. That was the only thing that was like that I would have changed. Like, I don't want to be reading the news and then see a, like an interracial gangbang scene happening right there. But outside of that, the reason this whole thing imploded is because it got overly political and they were astroturfing so many movements to make it seem like they were legit. There are people in Hollywood, right? now making six figures maybe close to seven purely based on the interactions they were getting on twitter the industry would look at your twitter and go wow you're got huge numbers wow look at all those retweets for like dumbass tweets like that made no fucking sense five five thousand likes five thousand retweets and now they got six figure jobs that's why I mean I'm sorry I'm not here to hoop ah oh, grew too quickly. No, you are well no, that's true though. It did grow. They they hired more people than they could. What we mean by that is they hired more people than they could afford to pay. That's what happened. So they had yeah, to be that's it, exactly were, what it was. They were losing they were losing millions of dollars every day. Yeah. They had too many employees. Yeah, too many employees. And they a lot of them got sent home and and you know, they're shitting on Elon for the way he did it, but he gave them more money he had to, according to him, and severance. It had to be done or the company is going to I mean, the company is going to be bankrupt. Yeah. I mean, look how many companies across the board have done it in the past month. Just about oh all. Of God, everybody. Well, that's the other news. Meta now. Meta is is, is announcing that they're going to or, or they've at least it's come out no, that they, they plan to let. Did. They let go of what? Like nobody's Plus. talking about like. Well, no, they're talking. 12, the stock 000. went way up. The stock jumped on that news. They that's what Howie always people. says. That layoffs are great news for stock, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the Mark Zuckerberg company, which has more than 87,000 employees as of the end of September, is expected to lay off thousands and has asked staff to cancel non-essential travel beginning this week. Now, when you when they ask staff to cancel their travel, you know some shit's about to go down. Yeah, they're yeah I just money. don't understand the, the uh, uh, Facebook's business model, uh, the way they ban people from buying ads because you don't like their politics. And it, you know, we talked about it on the episode that just dropped on Tim Fall Hat. Everyone's like, yeah, I'm glad. You know, they're they're okay with that because, like, a corporation like BlackRock will come in and buy all the ads. But it's obviously not happening because they're hemorrhaging money. They, he's, they spent so much money. Hold on a second. Here, carry on. It's the guest. He's calling me. What is I'm sorry. I missed the carry on, he said. <laughs> uh, we got well if you want to do this consumer confidence is at the lowest point it's been in a decade uh, and this headline from I love this headline from CNBC it says uh, consumer confidence is near its lowest in a decade and that could be a problem for Biden <laughs> which is like uh, yeah obviously 
Uh, anxiety over the cost of living and the direction of the economy could prove costly to President Biden and the election is what they're anticipating here. Uh, this survey saw Republicans with a 37 to 21 percent edge on the question of which party is better for the economy, which I mean, you know, we know from way back it's the economy, stupid. So this could uh, be super bad news for the Republicans. To, I mean, the Democrats today with the election yeah, going on is, and is in that the future. any kind of a surprise? I mean, no, it's always who's in charge, right? Who takes my the, point is takes the blame. I mean, if so, if they can't find somebody to to take to be Biden, Jesus Christ! I mean, Republicans got to be retarded. I mean, <laughs> just, I mean, seriously, find anyone. I mean, if they can speak and just not be too over the top, how do you not beat them? How do you not? I just don't get it. And I'm not political either way. I couldn't give a shit because it means nothing. As far as the real economy uh, goes, it really doesn't. Johnny, so. I sent you his email. Yeah, I'm. I, I agree. All right. So, are we ready to go to the interview then, Sam? Yeah, let's do the interview. Hey, everybody! The recession is underway. Fuel is through the roof. Food prices are insane, and people have started to even lose their homes. But there can be a massive positive to this because recessions are where more wealth is made than in any other time in the economic cycle. Take the last recession, for example. Those who invested in property and stocks more than doubled their money in less than two years. But no market rose like crypto where people made 10x, 50x, even 100 times over the same period. That's what James McMahon did. On his Crypto with James YouTube channel, he told his 21,000 subscribers to invest in the same 26 coins that he did. Had you invested $100 in each, you'd have been in profit more than $123,000. His top pick of the year, a crypto called Phantom, went up a staggering 692 times. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify it yourself. James will be sharing every coin he buys during this recession on his Copy My Crypto membership site. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest. You simply copy along. So, to join the 2,800 members who copy James, go to copymycrypto.com Sam. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash S-A-M. It's your call. You can thrive in this recession or be a victim. Go and visit the site and read every word. All right, let's get into today's today's guest is brought to you by my cousin at monstermuffins.com. Monstermuffins.com. Uh probably uh the best looking people in my family. Uh the dude is shredded. He was a white running back, so you know he's got good genes. Go to Monster Muffins dot com joining us is uh he's doing the rounds of my podcast he recently came on tinfoil hat with some explosive allegations against jim carrey and now he's here to convince us that in these chaotic times shibu inu is the way to go please welcome my good friend james duray how are you buddy james are you there? He's frozen. Same. James. I'm doing well, Sam. Thank you for having me on. All right. Yes. Uh, we're, we're having a little bit. I am of here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can, can hear you. Hear you. Can you hear me now? I think he's catching I think he's catching up. Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear yes. me? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Big fan of the show, by the way. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, James. We appreciate you always stepping in when we need you. Um we were going to have our friend Zoltan on to talk about his uh his dog shit picking up business, but he can't make <laughs> it. 
Uh, so we're going to get into you. <laughs> uh, some people might think SHIB is dog shit. So we're going to hear what you have to say, because I've always been a SHIB guy. Thank you. Even though I'm a little re- a little bit um, hesitant. But where do you want to start? Oh, look at that. SHIB Society. We're well, trying to make SHIB happen, James. Hey, once again, in these chaotic times, you need to find a place that your money will be safe. The reason why I am extra bullish on SHIB and I can go down the laundry list, but first and foremost is because of the community burns. SHIB is the only cryptocurrency that is burning, meaning that companies and individuals are taking a portion of their holdings, sending it to the dead wallet that Vitalik Buterin, the founder of Ethereum, created because he received half of the SHIB token. He said it was too much power for one person to have. So we have a the only cryptocurrency in the top 20 that consistently has active community burns that are reducing the supply consistently. Every day, there's somebody burning SHIB. There's SHIB Superstore on Twitter that he bur- he's burned over 2 billion SHIB alone. And so all you have to do is play his games, listen to music, SHIB burn radio. They take all the ad revenue that they get from the, from the streaming service and send it to the dead wallet. And you ask yourself, well, why are these people doing it? Because... It's a way for us to increase the value without increasing the amount of holders in the community. And it's been going on for over a year since SHIB took off last year. There's been burns going on consistently. So the lower the price goes, the more SHIB the burn squads do, the more SHIB gets destroyed. So the price goes up, you have more assets. If the price goes down, more SHIB is going to go away. And so in a bear market right now, Tons. I mean, over 65 billion shit has been reduced in this year alone. Now, I know there's trillions of them, but there's trillions of dollars. And in this fiat economy, you need to have assets because your cash is a liability at this point. I know how he says you want to hold on to cash, but I'm saying buy assets because if it goes up, you've got the asset that went up. And if it goes down, sell it off. You got the tax write off. So there's there's no downside to investing, especially in a cryptocurrency that's burning. Well, if you say there's no downside, I'm looking at SHIB and it's down over 80% for the year. I don't know an asset that's down 80% for the year. That's that that one takes the cake. I, I I mean, I'm not looking at charts, but I know that we've seen some pretty deep drops in this bear market. But you know, it's a we're in a bear market. It, it's you can look at the charts, you know, Bitcoin was at 70, Bitcoin's at, I think it's teetering at 19 right now after rallying up to 21. So you know, Bitcoin is the 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 standard bearer for cryptocurrency, but I also think Bitcoin is a boomer crypto at this point because it's not burning, it hasn't fully been mined, it's not, it's it's some I consider it to be if you're extremely wealthy, you want to be in Bitcoin, but I think smaller altcoins are a better holding if you aren't a millionaire. And you're right, SHIB is down 80%. Yeah. But if you look at all the things that have have taken place in the bear market, Robinhood listing it, all these burn mechanisms coming into play. SHIB just released Shiba Eternity, a card game, which is going to open up cryptocurrency to a whole new group of investors. And 5% of all revenues from that card game go to the burns. 
their blockchain, all the 50 percent, they're estimating 50 percent of the total amount of SHIB will be burned through the blockchain because every transaction on the blockchain will take a portion of the cash revenue and put that towards burns. So I admit, yeah, the, the charts aren't sexy right now for SHIB, but the charts aren't sexy for many cryptocurrencies right now. You know, I know Matic just had a nice little pump and took over Seoul. Uh, but that's because they're getting a lot of traction with Disney using them and using their blockchain. So it's just a matter of how many people start to use these layer two blockchains because the gas fees on Ethereum have not gone down since the merge and they won't go down. You know, I consider cryptocurrency digital real estate. When you're buying Bitcoin, you're buying a portion of digital real estate. When you're buying Ethereum, you're buying a portion of digital real estate. Well, SHIB, the SHIB community is the only one that is actively and there are burns, mind you, in Ethereum, but it's an institutional burn from the fork. So it's a transactional burn. These are burns that are happening independent of transactions, which I believe in two to three years, we're going to see a huge increase in the market cap because of these burns. Now, when you when you say burns, like here's my whole thing, like and I'm trying to understand this. Uh, and, you know, I'm a percentage guy. I, I look yes, at I look at everything I invest in, whether it's real estate, stocks, bonds, cash. Uh, fucking crypto, whatever. And I look at, you know, this is January 1st, you know, uh, this is uh, July, this is October. This is where my overall portfolio, this one's kicking ass. This one's really sucking. Yes, um, but how do you get, like, if you were to go to someone and say, Hey man, I got this investment. Um, I'd like you to look at it. You know, it's down 80% for the year. I think it could bounce back in the next couple of years. My main thing is when you look at it physically, it's got a decimal point and four zeros in front of it before you get your first one. That's a tough yes, one, sir. man. That's like that's like if you could if you could cut a penny up into like a hundred and fifty pieces. That's yes, your sir. investment. That's my thing. Like, how do you get a normal person that can you know see and hear? to buy this fucking thing. <laughs> well, that's, and, that's and that's a very good point. I, and I'd love to address that. The yeah. whole philosophy behind SHIB is that anyone in the world could theoretically own a single SHIB. That you have access to this liquidity pool. Look at cryptocurrency as a liquidity pool. So the market cap divided by the token count is how much your token is worth. Well, the idea is, is no one can... You have to be really rich to own whole Bitcoin, but you you can own a SHIB for a fraction of a penny. And mind you, you know, we're in one of the most economically developed countries in the world, if not the most uh, developing nation. Like SHIB is huge in Vietnam. SHIB is huge in Indonesia. Huge, SHIB is huge in all of the South Asian currency areas where the currency is really fractionalized comparative to the dollar. So now they have more invested in the liquidity pool of SHIB. And look at last last bull run, SHIB's market cap was at, you know, 30, 30 billion dollars. That was 30, 30 to 32 billion dollars. That was without the Robinhood listing. That was without major burns. That was without the card game. That was without the blockchain. So these are all major events that have occurred within the last year that because of the economic scenarios, the things going on in Russia, you know, th there's so much uncertainty that. It's only people who are extremely confident in their investments are the ones who are putting their money in everything. Howie, I listen. You said a couple about a month ago, hey, pull your cash out. Johnny was listening, you know, and I think we'll, we'll never know if the market's going to go up or go down because it's there's yeah. the, you know, the Fed's got what the Fed's what raised interest rates, 75 basis points for every what? I don't know, the last year. And it hasn't really 
I don't see that changing the markets at all. So I think the best thing you can do is find an investment you believe in. For me, it's SHIB. And it, yeah, I have a bunch of friends. I was telling people to get into SHIB when it was at $8. It went all the way up to 80. I'll tell you to invest in SHIB now even more than when I was telling people to invest at eight because of all the burns, the blockchain, the card game. They are doing things to mainstream crypto that no other cryptocurrency will do or can do. And it's just simple. You're right. The fractional number of it, it's hard to adjust your yeah. mind to it. But the whole the whole concept is that if you were in Asia or Vietnam or a place where, you know, the, the dong or whatever your currency is, it's it's really a very infinitesimal amount comparative to the dollar. Well, you can still get some ship holdings. You know, last year when the bull run happened, you had a bunch of people in Asia going, I've got three million ship. And that was a lot to them. You know, three million ship is not a lot if you live in America. But if you live in a small country, three million ship is a lot. It's life changing amount of money. If, if we get up to, you know, the, the whole thing is ship hits a penny. How rich are you? That's what everybody's working towards. Do Burning, buying. Yes, sir. James, why why yes, don't sir. the creators of SHIB just burn off a bunch of it and make everybody rich? Why are we playing this game? Because they it's unlike Terra Luna, where somebody has control over the entire supply. We don't. The supply is locked up in Uniswap. 50% of the tokens were sent to Vitalik Buterin. He set up the burn wallet because he didn't want that much money. He didn't want the responsibility. He sent 40% to the dead wallet. And then he sent 10% of that to the relief of COVID in India. And they used all that to help fund the COVID relief at, uh, of 2021. So SHIB is responsible for a lot of good things, as well as being a transformative cryptocurrency that not, not only can you hold and buy, I think it's trading at 10 or $11 per million. But I can say with certainty in two to three years, because of these burns, you're going to see the market cap surpass its all-time high easily. I think the next all-time high run, we see $120 to $130 per million of ship, right? So we're talking a 10x value of what we're currently trading at. And it's easy to – look, Doge did a double. It was sitting at seven, seven to $8 billion in market cap. Elon buys Twitter. We're now at 17 to 16. All ship needs is a major – you know, the blockchain releasing, people understanding the value of a layer two blockchain on Ethereum. Mind you, Howie, 300 million crypto investors in the world out of. So we're talking, what, 4% of the populations involved in the cryptocurrency market. So it's an emerging market. Everybody's a, a familiar with it, but no one is no one is confident because people are still defining what crypto is. Well, SHIB has cleared that up. Well, SHIB plus, is a liquidity plus. pooling token. Well, plus, uh, you know, lately, and as you can see today, a lot of these big names like FTX or Celsius, they're going to yeah. zero. And that's a problem because that's there goes your confidence. I mean, when you know you got money or you got uh, coins and something like a Celsius and all of a sudden uh, the next day you can't get it out or or FTX, FTX has no liquid. They, there's no money left. They're bankrupt. And they have to hopefully get bought out by Binance. So that's tough with confidence right there. People don't want to put, yeah. I mean, everything you're saying, I would think if it stays alive, if it breathes and it, it doesn't go to zero, it probably will bounce back because holy shit, it's, it's pretty low. Um, it's, it's down there. Uh, but on the other hand, I think myself and the public is like, how many of these things are going to be breathing in two years? I don't know. I have no idea going to be interesting. Well, and that's the beautiful thing. The community burning process. I drink Shiba Coffee Company. 
Sheba Coffee Company takes a part of their proceeds and sends it to Burns. Why do they do that? Because everyone who holds SHIB, who drinks coffee, now is incentivized to buy that coffee. Why? Because when you buy that coffee, part of those profits are going towards burning off SHIB. So and SHIB actually makes coffee? That's the thing. It's because it's decentralized, Howie, you could start a SHIB business. Sam could start a SHIB business. My, I own a weed company. When we, we're, we're just closing our, our round of funding right now. When we get funded, I'm doing a whole series of SHIB strains. That if you buy that, I we're going to take podcast is a shit business. <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby, if you take profits, if you were to take profits and say tinfoil had a burning podcast, we take money and we say burn 10 percent. You would have a bunch of shit people listening for, to your stuff. The shib army is real. The power of the community is real. And that is what we last year. We hit almost 90 dollars per million all through word of mouth, all because people were buying shit. And then, you know, this year was a was a rough year. But, you know, billionaires are made in the bear, not in the bull. So I'm I would rather be investing in this marketplace when ship is at 10 rather than 80 because it's going to go up. It's not if it's when, because the community like myself, I'm a business owner. Once my business is executing on the strategy, we'll be burning and people who own ship will be buying my weed because it burns ship. So they're getting high and getting their money high. That's. That's where we're going with the SHIB community. And so you don't, that's the beautiful thing about it. We don't need other holders to sell, to buy our tokens at a market value to get our token value up. Other, other Bitcoin needs buyers. SHIB doesn't need buyers. We need burners and we've got uh, them. That's does SHIB have a leader? Why. You guys have like a leader, like a president? Is, that's the cool thing. It's a completely decentralized token. So it's not like, Terra a, Luna, it's not like a hex with a Richard Hart who kind of like. There's, there's nobody at the top. There's there, now there's a de, there's a development community that built the card game that builds things that built the blockchain that are going to help the community grow and increase the value. But there's no head leader there. It's a lot of speculation. And this is all conjecture from the Internet because it was started by a guy named Rayoshi. And now the sexy thing is that it's Elon Musk. But the less sexy thing is that it's Vitalik Buterin realized that he had created something huge in Ethereum, but that it was too big for the people. And if you understand Vitalik Buterin, he wants the people of the earth, of the planet, not the elites, but the people of the planet to succeed, to be prosperous. And cryptocurrency is one of the best ways to turn your fiat currency into something of real value because the digital space is limited, whereas the fiat is not. We've seen inflation rates this last year at 8.2%. I mean, it's an insane inflation rate. And it's I don't see any signs of slowing with the Fed rates coming up. I don't see it slowing down. I tangibly still see it going up in the day-to-day -day shopping because I do the shopping at the house. So I'm more convinced now than ever that pick any cryptocurrency that you believe in. If it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, get some exposure. Because as the markets mature, more and more people will start seeing cryptocurrencies as a viable place to put their money for the investments to grow. And right now in a bear market when cryptos, you know, I think we're at a trillion dollars market cap compared to the $92 trillion market cap we're talking about in the stock market. So we're fraction of a market here. We're fractional. So it's, it's, it's risky in the sense that, yeah, you might see a little bit of loss. But right now I have over a billion ships. My billion ship was bought at sub sub eight dollars because I was buying it last year. So even in this bear market, I'm still up and I'm telling people it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when because of the burns, because the development community 
is setting up a blockchain this year supposed to come out q4 the blockchain all portions of the blockchain transactions will take aside a portion of the money and take that to buy and then send those tokens to the, to the dead wallet because the development community doesn't have access to it so they need to create capital terra luna got rug pulled because duquan had full access to all the tokens that's what happens when you have all this unlimited power when you have a head of a cryptocurrency that's why shitoshi the guy who created uh bitcoin doesn't exist it's too powerful vitalik i don't think he has full access to the to the supply of, of ethereum so whenever you have a, a head of the community that has full access to the supply that's how you're going to get a rug pull that's why terra luna got rug pulled is he was doing insider trading uh with uh i believe it was blackrock who BlackRock bought a bunch of Tether and then said, we got to do this off the books. Then they had shorts out on Bitcoin and Tether, and then they shorted Bitcoin and Tether into the fucking dirt. And that's the reason why the crypto market is like it is. Crypto gets stress tested, but you can't stress test SHIB because no one owns the supply. It's locked up in Uniswap. So you have to buy it to control it. Same way you got to buy it to burn it. That's that's what makes it special. And Doge. Doge is an infinite supply minted Litecoin. It's on a shit network and it's infinite supply, meaning it's consistently being made. Fuck Doge, Only, bro. Fuck Doge. Seriously, Doge is shit. Let Don't me ask buy you cryptocurrency but Doge. Do you like any other currency? Are there any other ones out there that you're like, there, this, you this know, one makes, this is interesting. You know, there. that's the thing. If you want to start expanding the scope of things that I can go, well, you know, obviously Matic, Poly, you know, Polygon Network is interesting because Disney and you have major corporations starting to build on their blockchain because, look, Ethereum is too expensive transactionally. Crypto is digital real estate. Think of, of Bitcoin as Beverly Hills. Do you want to be buying Beverly Hills? Then buy Bitcoin. I consider SHIB, Silver Lake, Los Feliz. Venice Beach, Latin, Venice Beach, before the gentrification of Twitter. You know, you're you're buying a little bit of a rougher neighborhood, but you're getting it on the come up. Whereas, you know, Beverly Hills is not going up in value. Bitcoin, I, I believe Bitcoin's true value to be somewhere between forty to sixty thousand dollars per Bitcoin. That's what I believe the Bitcoin is worth. So I believe Bitcoin is massively undervalued right now. But you need to have the capital to make that kind of money. If you're going to buy, what, a 0.10 of a Bitcoin, I would say get into SHIB, get into Ethereum. Even Solana, which is trying to be a competitor network to Ethereum. My brother-in-law works for Solana, and he'll tell you it reminds him of the early days of Facebook because he was one of the first 30 at Facebook. So, you know, Damn, a lot I didn't of know that, bro. Yeah, Matt Window. He's a kind of a, a tech celebrity. He's worked at Facebook, Uber, and now he's part of Solana. So a lot of very intelligent people are now moving over to crypto sector because Sammy Buddy, 300 million people are in it. It's tech nerds. It's 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 the literally the best and the brightest people are in crypto. And then the degenerate gamblers like myself who are like, no risk. The biggest risk is not taking risk. The biggest risk you can take in life is not taking a risk. Regret will kick your ass way worse than taking a loss. Period. If, yeah, think about this, you also don't want to go broke. Well, but how we, well, I mean, at a fraction of a penny, you could buy a dude, bunch and what do you dude, got to lose? How about Solana's down 90% for the year? And Solana just got flipped by Ooh. Solana just got flipped at flipped by um by Polygon. So I mean, and think about this: Solana was a top five crypto in the bull run. So it's Dang. a large part of what this is, is communicating to the investment community, the value of cryptocurrency. Why did why buying this digital real estate? It's, it's actually what the metaverse claims to be is cryptocurrency. You know, the metaverse wants to say it's this cool place where you're going to put these headsets and live this alternative life. The reality is, is you're existing on the blockchain. 
all the blockchain is, is a recorded uh, transactional history. So what we're doing is we're turning our money into something that's recorded and transacted on a blockchain. And I can, I can assure you just because of the way the community is growing, the fact that there's a card game that is going to be burnt. I just bought a pack of cards, a virtual pack of cards on a card game. And I'm incentivized to do so because 5% of all total revenues go towards the burn community. And I am not alone. There's when you also say like card said, game. When you say card game, explain that. Like when you so say card digital, game, I think like, it's strip poker. I, and I love, I love your mind, Howie. I, I, and I, like I said, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I, I love the show. So let me, uh, let me explain the Shiba Eternity card game. It's similar to what they did with Pokemon Go, uh, where you get a deck of cards, you line these cards up, and then it's basically a numbers game. But it, this game is meant for like nine and ten year old kids. That's who plays Magic: The Gathering. That's who plays Pokemon. And that's what this card game is now engineering itself towards a whole new set of people who are. And because it's got a bunch of investors who are telling kids to go play it, those those parents are happy to play and give money to a freemium game because that's what it is. It's free to download. But if you want to open up certain things quickly, you have to pay for microtransactions. They're taking five percent of those microtransactions and burning it into the market cap every quarter. So we're going to see some huge burns into the market cap from the Shiba Inu game development community. And I want to illustrate who this game community is. They have William Volk, a former head of VP at Activision, who is responsible for building Diablo and Call of Duty. Some of the people that they have associated and affiliated with their development team are some of the best and brightest people in both gaming and in the metaverse. They have three, I think it's third story development who's worked with Disney, worked on their metaverse project. So Shiba Inu is a metaverse project. It's a gaming project and it's a blockchain, layer two Ethereum blockchain solution. And think about this. I'm not telling any notes here. You haven't seen me looking at any charts. This is all wisdom that I've accumulated in over a year and a half of being in this community. I held at the ATH. I could have sold and been 10x on my money, but I held because I believe the true value of Shibirium of a Shiba Inu million to be around 150 to 200 dollars per million. I truly right. believe that that's that's what that's what we're going to see on the next bull run. And I might cash some of it out then, but until I see at least $100 per million, I'm not selling anything. It's it has the capacity now that we've instituted all these things within the community it has the capacity to easily go to a cent because there were a lot of naysayers and doubters in within the crypto community who are bullish on crypto, but were negative on ship and not to go to a set. That would mean they have to get rid of those four zeros. That that's like, but, but that's that what that's be... the power of the burns. Think about think about every, think about if each holder there's over right now there's 1.2 million ship holders in in wallets. That's so that's dex dex decentralized holders. There, it's estimated because of cexs or centralized exchanges like crypto.com or coinbase that the rough amount of holders there are in the in the ship experience or shiba inu community is about 4 million 5 million. So there's only 4 or 5 million people who are in this in this liquidity pool. I think our market cap somewhere around 6 billion dollars. But it is the most held Ethereum coin within the whales, meaning that all the high value Ethereum people, the people that own massive amounts of crypto, this is their most held asset because they will they know it has. And I people say, well, it's a meme coin. That's incorrect. It's a DeFi liquidity pooling token. You can take your SHIB, Howie, through a, a Coinbase or a MetaMask wallet. You can deposit your SHIB into ShibaSwap and generate the gas fees for their blockchain bone passive income. So that's another reason why I'm super bullish is I've got 
750 million shibs sitting in Shiba Swap just making me passive income. So you don't ever have to sell your SHIB and you can make generate revenue by putting it in a DeFi uh, ecosystem that, that has been built by the de development community to help increase the value and decrease the supply because coins within the Shiba swap aren't in circulation and aren't being traded. So and why, why, did they, why, why did they need all these, these games and stuff to do burns? Why, why can't the community just commit to burning 90% of SHIB now? I mean, wouldn't because, you, by, with this logic, though, right, it would go sky high if they did. Right. Because because, Johnny, that's a great question. Like I said, there's only four million holders and not. And, and the beautiful thing about these burns is it's a great way to get people who might not hold SHIB to become a part of the burn community without them being aware of it. You see what I'm saying? Like, here's mm -hmm. a great way yeah. you can you might not like you might not know anything about cryptocurrency, but you love the Shiba Eternity game. And that's the whole thing is say Shiba Eternity becomes the next Magic the Gathering. Now you got a bunch of 15 year olds who don't know anything about crypto, but they just want to play this fun game in the game. I'm look, I'm 44 years old. I am not the target market demographic for this game. I love this game. And it's a really fun card game to play if you play games on your phone. And another uh, another side to this. Rick's Busters on uh, Google and on iPhone, that guy, uh, Shib Superstore on Twitter, all the revenue that goes down from the Bricksbuster game gets burned. So there's video, there's a, not just the Shib Eternity, but there's a lot of video games you might not know that are committed to the burn community. So that's the beautiful thing. The reason why we need all of this is that you, it's hard to convince people to be altruistic, Johnny. A lot of people are very only much in about their self-interest. And but what makes Shiba Inu very interesting is that we have found ways to hack the self-interest and okay you need something for your money well you can buy some coffee and that money that's going to burn oh you need you need something a return on that well you buy this sweatshirt this sweatshirt burns there's a bunch of like clothing shops <gasps> what and is this the wire shops. we got nothing but burners around here uh -huh. yeah. can you can you explain though how the people so if say exactly. you could sell a sweatshirt that and and the the pro is, is it the profits that are burned what what is burned how, how are people making money and also burning tokens at the same time I don't quite understand that. So, so you take, so here's what what happens. So we're so there's a one channel on Shiba Burn Tube, and he takes portion. He takes fifty percent of his revenue and allocates that towards buying tokens from Coinbase, and then taking those tokens and sending it to the dead wallet, which Vitalik Buterin started. So Vitalik Buterin, when he received this massive amount of Shib, he used it to donate to India, but then took the rest of it and sent it to this dead wallet. Sending tokens to a dead wallet that no one has the keys to opening is, is called burning the token. I understand that. There's yeah, a, yeah, but I, I, what the part I don't understand is where in a transaction, like, like, like you said, like buying a sweatshirt, what, what, what part of that is, so the, the person in that scenario is paying in ship, right? What happens to the ship that you, they're paying? You, they're, they're buying. You can, so, so you can, and, and, and because yeah. of things like so you so this is that's a great question you're right there are some people that will transact ship for and you can buy goods from them with ship there's a and also you know i remember sam brought up um crypto needs the ability for people to buy and sell and transact stuff with their cryptocurrency and because of a company called bitpay b-i-t-p-a-y you yeah. can transact Without, without buying, without selling your crypto for that, they will use your cryptocurrency to buy and sell through BitPay. So yeah. we're starting to see these things develop where 
you can use your crypto like you would use fiat currency to, to transact. Coinbase and has yes, that now Johnny, too, a service. You're not see it, it's not as yeah. widely accepted as BitPay, but it's coming on. But it's coming. But it, it's that's the thing is it's coming. Crypto look, if I had to choose to put my money in, in a savings account or a cryptocurrency account, I would put my money in a cryptocurrency account. Because yeah, I might lose some cash, but the odds of me gaining cash within an 18 to two year span are far greater than me losing. And I'm definitely gonna lose money in a savings account. Because of the inflation rates, like well, in Coinbase, my opinion, Coinbase is in trouble, man. I mean, with that whole Binance I, possibly buying out FTX and not charging any fees, and Coinbase charges fees, they're fucked. I mean, that that Coinbase could be at zero in six months. You know, I, I was I bought Coinbase stock because I was you know I like to buy the companies I transact with. It went up to like a hundred bucks, and I sold it because I didn't see the value. And I didn't think it was worth more than hundred bucks. So I sold my Coinbase, you know, when it went up to hundred, I am get, get my money and get out of here because Coinbase's business model. And I think it's something you mentioned, Howie, it's, it's fees and how, how they get rich is by listing tokens that you can't find on other sites. Well, yeah. what happens when those other sites list those tokens? I am yeah. extremely bullish on Robinhood. As an aside, I think the Robinhood stock is massively undervalued. I use their platform to trade, and I think that if you look at what it's trading at, like twelve bucks right now. No, it's trading at nine eighty. It was down. It was down twenty percent today. Is it nine dollars eighty cents? Even better. Even better. Everything's taking a haircut today, right? What, I do what, like I up? do like Robinhood. I do like Robinhood more than Coinbase because only fifteen percent of all their transactions are crypto related the rest of them are equities yeah. well yeah. now, now I, I james are you you like robin hood because of its crypto potential or because because i i have yes. that you know my old concern about you not having the keys to those wallets you know we got we learned our yeah. lesson very hard on celsius, yeah, Sam, celsius Sam. Okay. yeah okay that doesn't concern you at all especially with a with a company that's paused transactions uh trades on, on stocks before you know I think that they're going to have their day in court. I think the SEC is about to find the shit out of them. And I think that that's just going to be a huge buying opportunity. I don't see Rob. I don't see the platform going anywhere. They they did something to, you know, the the, the whole GameStop. Well, that whole thing was them siding with the institutions over their holders. Mm. They're gonna. I think there's going to be a day in court. I think we're going to see. We're going to see some price action on the stock. I think they'll probably get penalized by the SEC, but they're not going to go out of business. This is old boys club shit. They were looking out for the for the for the uh, for the big guys instead of the little guys, and the little guys are going to have their day in court. That's the beautiful thing. America, it's still America, but I mean, look, every platform except for Binance is kind of under a little bit in a bear market. They're all questionable, and the only reason why Binance is for certain is because CZ is a true crypto nerd. He he's held things that he could have made a super amount of cash flow, but he believes in the digital asset over the fiat currency. And it's, you know, in 2022, as we see, you know, online banking and gaming and it's it's growing, it's not going anywhere. Well, cryptocurrency is the money of the metaverse. You want to buy something in the metaverse? That's cryptocurrency. And we're we're trend. Look, Zuck wants to take us to the metaverse and his stock prices reflect that. You know, we're not he's, in the metaverse. He's failing but he, miserably right now. Miserably. Huge. Huge. And his investors are pulling. That's all they can do because they have no say. There's no board seats for them to say anything. He's got a death grip on the company. But yeah. look, this is these the way I look at it. 
I like things cheap. You want to say like it's it, it sucks if you bought high, but if you're entering the market, which is what this podcast is really for, people looking to enter markets, you know, set, people looking to educate themselves, looking to understand where investment opportunities are once something's overvalued, putting a limit on something. Right now, a lot of things are in big buy zones, in my opinion. You know, I'm kicking myself in the ass because I could have been buying Exxon at 80, and Exxon I think is trading at 110 right now, and I would have my eyes on Exxon at 80. So it's like, you know, there's, and there's, that's regret. I would have much rather have the remorse of buying something and taking it at a loss than the regret of shit. I wanted to buy that. And now it's up how much. And that's, that's where we are. You know, I was, OIH, I was looking at Exxon. James, yeah. James, you yes. crushed it. You came on here. You crushed it. You convinced all of us. I've always been a sheep guy. These guys are assholes. Well, I know. What I do you mean, I, Sam? I still have my money in SHIB that used to be worth about five grand and now it's worth i don't know seven hundred dollars just stay johnny, in the pocket just, just stay be patient be patient johnny be patient oh i've been i'm patient be <laughs> like water be yes sir like water james where 5, can they thousand. find you where can they find you mr three mma on on instagram that's m-i-s-t-e-r three the number three mma on instagram i am on there and you can also follow my cannabis company bmg underscore Cannabis CO underscore. It's in my bio on Instagram. So give me a follow. Say you like Shiba Inu or you hate Shiba Inu. Just reach out and say hi. All right. We'll include the links. Nobody knows how James actually makes money, but he always drives. I own a weed company. I own a weed company. Okay, dude. Thank you for coming on, James. You're the best. Hope you guys enjoy this. That interview was brought to you by Monster Muffins. <laughs> If you're anything like us at Cash Daddies, you have a certain tendency to put things off until the very last minute. Sam hasn't been to the dentist in seven years. And while most of the time that works out, the one thing in life you really can't afford to wait on is setting up term coverage life insurance. You've probably seen life insurance commercials on TV and thought, yeah, I'll look into that later. No. This isn't something you can wait on. Choose life insurance through Ladder today. Ladder is 100% digital. That means no doctors, no needles, no paperwork when you apply for $3 million in coverage or less. You just answer a few questions about your health in an application. Ladder's customers rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and they made Forbes' best life insurance list for 2021. You just need a few minutes and a phone or laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out instantly if you're approved. No hidden fees. Cancel any time. Get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. Ladder policies are issued by insurers with long, proven histories of paying claims. They're rated A and A-plus by AM Best. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, now's the time to cross it off your list. So go to ladderlife.com slash cash today to see if you're instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash cash. Ladderlife.com slash cash. Thank you, James, for coming on and setting the record straight. Probably the most coherent I've heard James in a long time. So that was an honor. <laughs> uh, James is always willing to step up to the plate when we need him. So go the check guy him knows out. his shit with shit, man. Boy, yeah. he really Ooh. does. You're not shit. I have him in my phone as James the crackhead PR guy. So uh he has he has that he has that crackhead enthusiasm. He's a good guy. And we appreciate him spending some time with us on Cash Daddies. He does listen to the show, and he's a big fan, so that's cool. So, guys, let's get in some questions before we go. All right, we're just going to grab the, the, best of the, the best of the Twitter questions here. Uh, this is from the Sith Lord, 6-6. Six, six. 
Howie, people say millionaires are born in times like these. What do we need to do at this specific time to put us ahead while everyone else is panicking? Should we buy? What sector should we look at, et cetera? Yeah, right now, I mean, I'll give you an example. A year and a half ago, uh, ETFs like OIH, Big Oil, uh, XLE, Oil and Energy, these things were down 70%. They were way, way down. And uh, I told people, get in, both hands, dive in. I put a bunch in my portfolio, and they hit all-time highs today. I mean, ridiculous uh, up 70, 75%. And that's what you do. You want to buy things, good solid companies that have been absolutely beaten up or blasted. Um, so if you're looking at a sector like right now, look at something like XLY, which is consumer discretionaries. It's down 35% for the year. It's largest holdings or stocks that we have not bought like Amazon, Tesla, uh, uh, actually, we we bought tech, Amazon a few days ago at 89, where it is right now. But this thing's down, so you want to be buying it. You want to be buying good sectors that are beaten up and smashed. Um, the QQQ, which is loaded up with Apple, Microsoft, Google, down 33% from the year. BBH, still down 17%. Biotechs. You want to be buying these beaten up sectors so that a year from now, when the S&P is up 17% and you're up 40%, you're headed towards the millionaire finish line a lot quicker. Okay. Um, it's from Crypto Cowboy. Where's the best place in the world for an American family with kids to move to with the world economy being the way it is? And it's looking like it's going to be that way for at least the next few years. So he's looking for a landing spot. Uh, it sounds like uh, elsewhere. I don't I don't know where he is Everybody now. So Costa it's hard to Rica, say. But I can't guarantee anything. Costa now, Rica, is that what you saying? But he's got kids, so he can't be down there banging prostitutes. Like that's, I mean, that's you know, surfing and just making bad decisions. Um, in this country, where do you move to? I mean, I don't know, Boise, Idaho. Um, I got a friend that lives there. He loves it. I don't know. You got to find a place where you know your most importantly, your kids got to have good schools. You know, you don't want to be you don't want to be going to like uh, Southern Mississippi or East Alabama. <laughs> I mean. Uh, you want to go someplace where, you know, you can make good cash, maybe get an extra side gig. Kids go to school. Everybody's happy. Buy a little house. You know, properties are dropping right now. Interest rates are up, but you can get a variable late rate, lock in a year or two from now at a fixed. Um, rates are going to they're going to uh, settle in here at some point. There's a lot of good places to move. Wouldn't you say, Sam, you like Tennessee? I love Tennessee. I love uh, Chattanooga which is a great place. Didn't you say I'm, everybody that moved to Tennessee had moved out? Yeah, but that was Nashville. I'm saying Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Whether you like it or not, I don't know, man. But what I'm going for is... Um, Chattanooga is too small. There's only 180,000 people live there. That's too small. Yeah, I like Dallas. I love Fort Lauderdale, dog. If I could get... The mother of the children agree that I'd be there tomorrow. No, that's the spot. That's a nice area for sure. I'll go Fort Lauderdale tomorrow. The problem there, though, is hurricanes. You want to have a place where if you're really worried about your future and like disaster scenarios, you want a place where you can live off the land, which ain't which ain't really th that part of Florida. You want to be away from the hurricanes. You want a place where you 
you can afford to invest without a lot of in, in your property without a lot of restrictions and red tape like California. So California's out immediately. So what are you thinking, Johnny? Middle of the country, I could see like if you were in I gotta be warm. Mid-Atlantic. Okay, well, Mid-Atlantic then you don't get harsh winters there. Mid-Atlantic. Uh, but I, I think you want to stay off the coast a little bit. You just want to be able to, if shit hits the fan, to provide for your family, I think. Uh, and, and cheap land is abundant in those areas. Yeah, yeah West Virginia, man. You can run moonshine. That's cold. Get crazy. Yeah. Uh, re, re, even the country in Virginia is not bad. That's that, you know, once you get to East Jeez, Virginia, nice, bro. Georgia's nice. Georgia's beautiful. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, dude. Georgia Absolutely. near that South Carolina border, like Greenville, South Carolina. That area is gorgeous, man. And in the summer, though. Uh, cheap land. Summer. Yeah. It does. It's not any hotter than here, though. Just humid. Yeah. Uh, all right. Gary, Gary asks our friend Gary, uh, is crypto disappearing? And I, you know, it's hard to it's argue with smashed. it. It's getting, getting crushed. Smashed. I mean, you know, we've said it from the get go. Sam has said, you know, the big boys are still going to be here. Bitcoin, Ethereum. The rest of these guys, I don't know, man. I don't know. You hear negative news on these little guys every single day. So now you got SEC stepping in, you got regulations. I don't know who's going to be standing when this is done. I that's a real worry, right? The SEC stuff. Like now they're really taking a look at some of these things. That's a concern. Yeah. You get those guys involved and they'll, they'll start shutting shit down in two seconds. If they don't see, you know, valid balance sheets or anything close to it, they've shot, shut stocks down before. So why wouldn't they, you know, this, yeah. this shit. What kind it's of people funny. go into that business, Howie? What kind of people are they like? Ref I imagine them being like the referees of finance, the people who go into refereeing. Are they those kind of people kind of like uh, like math teachers? Is that what we're talking I, here? I had a friend that actually, you know, you 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 major in finance or something. And, you know, you have an interest in stocks and bonds and investing. And, you know, after a while, you take a look and you're like, you know, I don't want to be the one making decisions and bankrupting this family or that family or having that stress. So, you know, a lot of times you go to work for the SEC, you take your test, you pass the seven. Um, and they don't just do that. They look into a lot of crime, like the FBI works with them um, on trying to find where, you know, people are hiding money. Um, you know, uh, and a lot of it is... Uh, is uh you know crooked trading you know here somebody's brother works for a certain company they had a meeting they're buying out another company which we know will make that stock price go up uh that person tells his sister who tells her cousin who works in an office 800 miles away that's the shit those guys track they look at you know See, i don't i don't really have a problem with that i mean come on they're not gonna get oh, I, don't either. I don't either but that's what they do that's what they how, do how, how much of actual Guys who work in trading, like you used to do, Howie, how much of their trades are actually shit like what you just described? I mean, is it is that a real that happens a lot, right? Hell yeah. Okay. Happened to a guy who used to play in a basketball league within Georgia. Same thing. It's it's true. It's happened. His sister worked in an office in New York. She knew that there was a merger coming. She told him. He told all his buddies. And you know, they got a little greedy, probably bought too much. And when the stock went up 400% on a Monday, immediately that sends out red flags to somebody sitting in Washington, D.C. And within three days, you know, they have people knocking on their doors asking questions. It's over with. How do you paper that? Do you do you fake research? What do you do to, to 
paper that over to make it look legit. I mean, to, oh, to, to hide that? To, yeah, to make it look like you'd have to have like some research to support why you made the trade, right? If if you didn't have inside information, would well, they're gonna look at your trading history. They're gonna oh, say, really? wow, this is so weird. so yeah. even what's the standard of proof? I guess is what I'm saying. Is it like a court, or do they can they just get you oh, without? Yeah, they'll look it over and say, okay, this guy's bought tons of blocks of this, this is that. This doesn't look too strange. We can see how he's done that. Yeah. But, you know, if it's a dude that hasn't traded a stock in 11 years and he goes out and buys 100,000 shares of a, of a company at 10 bucks and it goes to 15 and he makes, you know, two and a half million dollars, they're going to want to know why. Oh, I, OK, I, I'm just looking at it here. It says in civil matters, the SEC, according to the courts, only needs to prove its case by the preponderance of evidence. So it's not the, the criminal standard that we're used to, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt. No. It's the preponderance of evidence which yeah you can get it real easy i'm telling you you can get it right in the ass very simple that's why that's why when i saw the sec was going after hacks i'm like these guys have no idea it's all over over and and they can get everything right they can get whatever they want within hours man within hours i mean you can't they got guys that can go in and, and figure shit out and you know, they got the smartest people in the world. They got coders working for them. They, they can go into anything, man, the SEC. Wait till you see. Well, it'll be interesting in about a week to see what happens here. Yeah, because that's they're just interesting. They're going to look at a trail. I mean, the thing about the SEC is they're you're fine until, they, until they're after you. And when they're hot on you, and you're fucked. All right. I I just didn't know. I thought that they would have had the same standard or the burden of proof, you know, would have been beyond a reasonable doubt. But knowing that it's not, that's 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 one entity. No, it's just uh, shit. That's why. That's why I like the the mob and anything like that. The FBI is okay, you know, but you don't want the SEC on you, man. They can shut all your assets down tomorrow. Last question here. This is from Daniel Ibarra. Kramer uh, said just now that it's not the right time to buy big tech. Can he suck a fat one? Ask Dan. He can suck a fat one. This guy's such a jerk off. He just, you know, he just spews and he forgets what he says. He forgets what he says on a Monday on a Friday. And, Hmm. you know, he pisses me off because here's a guy that told everybody and their mother, buy as much NVIDIA as you can when it was at 170. It goes to 130 and he says, oh, man, they got problems. It goes to 115, and that's where we went in hard. I bought a lot of it at 115, and and he said, "No, nah, I wouldn't touch it. They there's I would not touch it." Well, you know what? That was three weeks ago. Today it's at 147. It's back. Looks like it's going to bust above 150. He still has it now. He's going to tell everybody to buy it once it hits 160, 170. With that being said, it probably is a good idea not to go in all in. But to start buying some of these companies like Amazon uh, at 90 bucks, like Microsoft, uh, Apple below 140, Google. Yeah, you're not going to get hurt buying these things. Meta. uh, I mean, it's trading at like nine times earnings. It's cheap. Even if Zuckerberg fucks everything up over the next year, it's still going to go up 15, 20 percent. Okay. All right. That's it for questions. Real, Real quick, real quick. So this is just in FTX.com sales to rival uh, Binance holding LTG could jeopardize a long list of sports partnerships around the world. The cryptocurrency exchange is led by billionaire Sam 
Bankman Fried linked to a $135 million 19-year agreement last year for naming rights to the Miami Heat's basketball arena. So they might be looking for a new uh, name arena. Crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean. That is crazy. What's your pick, Howie? Um, look, I'm going to say it again right now. I like it even more. And I like it because Lyft came out with earnings today and they shit the bed. And that's a company I've never liked. Um, they, they missed on all, all, all different, uh, fucking ways. And I like Uber. I'm going to say it again. U-B-E-R. If you can buy it, buy it now. It's trading at 28, 28 and change. Um, it's back down a little bit. Uh, actually 2740. 2739. I like Uber here, man. Really like it. I think they're going to dominate that area. That's probably a $50 stock in a year. Um, okay. Well, great day today. Great show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys run over to the the uh Patreon. That's where the action's at. And we'll see you over there. <laughs>